Hello, and welcome to Tech in Maine Presents. What are you seeing is probably the most common technology problem that companies of any size are, are facing? Well, you know, certainly security. And, and what we find is, again, most companies, the people, they're, they're bright people, are busy doing maintenance stuff, break fix things about 80% of their time. So it doesn't allow them to really kind of capitalize on their intellect and to do optimization and to do things that are strategic for a business. And that's where I see a lot of shortfalls. And that's where we can come in and help augment their talent, right? Again, we're not trying to displace anyone's jobs. We're just help them, you know, on their journey, get them where they need to be. And then a lot of times, you know, we'll set people up in the cloud and maybe we'll run it for a few months until they get up to speed. And then they'll, we, we, we call it service blocks, Sean. So we can do a lot of different things, you know, from the, again, the, the design and architecture through manage and operate to governance and compliance. But you, you can, the thing that's great about the cloud is it's a, you know, you know, pay as you go, right? Um, you can go up, you can go down. You know, the Kardashians tweeted about your business. Now you're blowing up, right? You need more resources. And then that goes away in a few days. Um, and so that's the promise of the cloud, right? Is that ability to pay as you go. And companies love that. And so a lot of customers, we may do a lot in the beginning, right? Get them up and running. Maybe then they get their certifications or qualifications and they can take over, manage and operate. Then maybe we come back in and help them with compliance um, and things of that nature. But it allows them to, you know, to adjust their billing on a monthly basis um, based on their unique uh, business model and what they're doing. You know, maybe they have, uh, again, uh, all of 60% of their sales in the last eight weeks of the year, right? And, and they're blowing up their e-commerce website. Well, we're the number one e-commerce website hoster in the world. Um, and so, again, there's a lot of things that we can bring to the table for people and uh, assist them with. And again, just to augment their own capabilities. Okay. And so I think what you're what you're sharing is really a strategy that can help businesses kind of overcome their technology challenges. And that's Rackspace being able to come in and help augment their existing IT staff, whether that's, as you were saying, they're running an e-commerce platform or whether they are moving certain applications or certain functions to the cloud, being able to help fill some of those gaps in their staff and help them accomplish what they need to do. Exactly. That's exactly right, Sean. Oh, well, that's great, Todd. That's great. And you know, the very first thing we do, right, is assess everything that they have. Because um, a lot of people don't even know all the stuff they have, right? Um, you know, there's this IT sprawl where things kind of get out of control with larger companies because, you know, they may have a, a procurement process that takes 60 days, right? And you got some engineer in DevOps and he's trying to do something. He needs an instance right then, right? And so they take a company credit card, they spin up an instance on AWS, and all of a sudden spending gets out of control and you're, you're increasing risk, right? Because you're not following all the protocols and things that you necessarily need to do from a compliance standard, right? And that is widespread that that stuff happens. And so that's where we come in, like I said, do an assessment, understand everything they have. And our conversations are always about business outcomes. You know, it's not about the technology. It's about the business outcomes. What are you trying to accomplish? Where are you going? What are you doing? Where do you want to be, right? And then we can kind of sit down and create the, the, the right environment to modernize their IT and get them where they want to go. And then, like I said, maybe we hand it off at the end and they take care on themselves and go, thank you very much. And we'll see you in a year for compliance. Right. Um, 
And so again, companies love that beauty to be able to, to go up and down uh, on the utilization and the things that they need, right? And so, you know, it's, uh, it's again, it's, it's really enlightening a lot of times to see people, they have no idea all the things that are happening within their organization, right? And they want to get their arms around it. Well, Todd, that, that is so very, very comforting to know that you're able to come alongside a company at whatever stage they are in their digital transformation and be able to be a resource and a help for them um, to get either that single project complete or that multi-location, multi-year project complete. It's, it's good to know that a provider like Rackspace has the expertise and the patience to be able to help in that way. You know, it's very funny. I, I, I use this quote that my CTO turned me on to. Daryl Plummer, who's a distinguished vice president and analyst over at Gardner, he, he says, trying to move into the cloud yourself will take two to three years, and you probably won't do it right the first time. <laughs> so why not accelerate that, right? And that's what we do. We can turn that thing, you know, in typically 90 days. And so we can accelerate that advancement in the business um, and get people running correctly in a much faster period of time with, you know, again, the correct uh, plan in place. Well, that's great. That's great. And so, Todd, we're at the place now where if you'd like to share anything else about Rackspace, um, any tips or other insights that you'd like to talk about the company? Well, you know, I, again, you know, in my short period of time, I can tell you my experience has been wonderful. I work with this amazing, talented people um, and, and I'm in awe by them. And, uh, you know, I get to, like I said, get on phone calls with customers and, and bring in solution architects with very specific industry knowledge on certain, it could be SAP, HANA, um, you know, it, it may be a Microsoft, it may be AWS. And so again, it's wonderful to learn every day, but I just love the passion of the company. And in the channel, you know, we're responsible, I think last quarter for about 40% of the revenue. And we know that our significant growth is going to come from the channel. So we're well invested in it. And again, we want everyone to have a fanatical experience, you know, and, um, you know, we, again, we have three very focused objectives as a company and, you know, we're, we're on this path to, you know, double digit revenue growth, being the greatest place to work and being the number one technology services provider on the planet. And, um, I can tell you that, you know, I have counterparts around the country. I manage the Southeast, um, you know, people reach out, you know, we will certainly help them and their customers. And, and in the end, I believe that they'll all have a, a, a wonderful experience and that's our goal. Um, you know, grow their revenues and, and have a fanatical experience for everyone involved. And, and that's not easy to do. And, um, you know, so we strive at that. We get up hard and, uh, you know, go at it hard every day. Great, great. Well, Todd, thank you so much for sharing about Rackspace. And as we wind down here, I just want to ask you a, a few questions um, just to help us get to know you a little better and um, have you share some some personal things. So the first question is name your favorite musician or band and why? Um, just so I really have two, um, Carlos Santana and Stevie Ray Vaughan. I've always been a fan of guitar players. You know, I call them the guitar gods, right? The Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck's and, um, you know, Robin Trow. I've, I've seen them all. I've, I've got to meet many of them. Uh, I've met Santana on a couple of occasions and and the reason why is because their capabilities with that instrument kind of just sends me places, right? I can close my eyes and, and be somewhere else and 
uh, just they're so amazingly talented. And so um, I, I love both of them. Um, I, and in fact, I got to I got to meet Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, about seven months before or eight months before he, the helicopter crash that killed him. He was at the Alexander Hotel in Miami and I, I walked in the lobby and I saw him sitting there. And, and I went right back out to my car, got my briefcase, so I had a pen and piece of paper, right? Came in, sat down, chatted with him, and he was absolutely wonderful. And, uh, you know, this was prior to my going into the technology. I was in the food service industry. And he took me out on the tour bus, and I gave him a bunch of uh, peeled and vein shrimp for that night for the show, which I did see that night, which happened to be my second wedding anniversary that night when I saw him. He was playing with Jeff Beck in Miami. And uh, what a wonderful man. I mean, we took pictures. He autographed, uh, you know, personalized autograph for Debbie and I. And, you know, just again, and I've had the same thing happen with Santana years before. And so I love those guys, their music. Um, and, and I enjoy all music, but the, those would be two of my favorites. Yeah, the guitar players are, um, the guitar in and of itself is an amazing instrument. But um, you mentioned um, some of my favorites and some of my dad's favorites as well. Um, I think one of the things that really is a great memory for me along the lines of guitar players is my father was a huge music fan. And so at any point in time in our house growing up, you would hear B.B. Um, King, you'd hear the Beatles, you'd hear Motown, um, and certainly some of his favorite guitar players would be some of the ones you mentioned. Um, Eric Clapton, Santana. And so those are great folks and um, again, a great instrument as well. No, and my kids got to grow up with that too as well. Let's think so. You're probably closer to my kids' age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember um, just the amazing sounds that would be coming from the record player. And so, yeah, very thankful to have grown up um, with a father and mother that, you know, enjoyed all kinds of music and exposed my sister and I to that at an early age as well. Yeah, it's a great thing. Think about if you didn't have that, right? I mean, you know, so that's absolutely a wonderful thing. Yeah, could not agree more. All right. So the next question would be name your favorite sports team and why? So that would be the Dallas Cowboys. I have been a fan uh, since I was a little boy. I grew up by the football hall of fame in Canton, Ohio. And at that point in time in the, you know, going back many years, the Cleveland Browns were actually very good. And um, all of my friends were, you know, Cleveland Browns fans. And we used to go watch them practice at Penn State. And, um, you know, it was it was pretty cool. And um, the Cowboys came into the league. And I just wanted to be different. And, uh, you know, I, I liked them. And Roger Staubach was my hero, you know. And uh, so I, you know, just like him, I waited for him to do his time in the Navy and, uh, you know, get out. And he served his country in Vietnam. And you know, I got to meet him years ago um, at the Hall of Fame. And so um, I just always love the Cowboys. And I'm hoping that this year is our year. You know, we've been in a drought for about 21 years. And I, I think we're well on our way, man. So it's really nice to see my team winning. Oh, um, I have had the opportunity to actually um, go to Dallas and see the stadium uh, when I worked for the large telecom company that I was making reference to earlier. And let's just say that Jerry Jones doesn't do anything small. And um, whether you love the Cowboys or hate them, they are, in my opinion, still America's team. And they're off to a great start this year. So I'm, I'm expecting big things from the Cowboys as well. Yeah, me too, man. I'd like to make it. And you're absolutely right about the, you know, the stadium is phenomenal. Um, 
you know, I've had the opportunity to see him play there um, in, in Texas Stadium. I never saw him play in the Cotton Bowl, but, um, you know, I, uh, again, been a fan for a long time, and I have a lot of incredible memorabilia. And then just a quick segue, my son's bedroom, uh, two of the walls are painted in Dallas Cowboys colors, and I think there's about 100 autographed pieces in there. Um, Roger Staubach, you know, Tony Dorsett, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, um, you know, it just goes on and on. And, and Jethro Pugh, I have a lot of really cool memorabilia. And I used to write to them, you know, this as a little boy. And they used to send me black and white photos. Um, and so I had a lot of those things framed. Um, I have a football that has six of their eight Hall of Famers autographs on it. Um, and again, just, uh, you know, the, the memorabilia is all over my son's room. And, and oddly enough, he has become a big Cowboys fan. Um, and our daughter, you know, went off to Boston and, you know, became a Patriots fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, it's, it's all about the memories, right? It's, oh, yep. Absolutely. It's, it's being able to take your passions and pass that on to the next generation. So I think that's great. And then the last question, Todd, is what is your favorite vacation spot and why? You know, I, we love to travel. And I've been so blessed in my job in the channel to see America. Um, but I can say that, uh, you know, while I, I, we don't typically go back to any place a second time because I want to see the whole world. My favorite spot that I would say that I've visited thus far would be Kauai. Uh, the island of Kauai because it was, um, you know, it's like Jurassic Park there, man. It's uh, just like this place that time forgot about. And it's, you know, you go there, man, you close your eyes, and you, you know, you feel like you can see dinosaurs. And so I absolutely love Hawaii. On the north side, they get 550 inches of rainfall a year, right? And then they got these giant mountains that would be taller than Everest, right? Um, that prohibit the rain from getting to the south side of uh, the island. And so they're two very distinct and different. But what an absolutely beautiful place. I love it. And, you know, I may not have found my favorite vacation spot on the planet yet, but we've been, uh, fortunate to do quite a bit of travel. And uh, like I said, I've seen 46 of the uh, 50 states in America missing Alaska, Oregon, and North and South Dakota. And so I will get to those who round out my all 50 states. But yeah, I'd have to say Kauai has been our favorite spot that we visited. Okay. Well, it's, it's interesting um, that you mentioned the Hawaiian Islands because one of my previous guests, uh, that was his favorite vacation spot as well. So um, definitely have to add a trip to Hawaii to my bucket list. Oh, you, you definitely want to do that. And the thing that's really nice, right? You're so far removed from everything, you know, six hour time difference. It's just, uh, again, it's very relaxing to, to be there. So I would certainly say go when you have the opportunity. I definitely will, Todd. I definitely will. I will make sure to uh, move that towards the top of the bucket list actually um based on <laughs> based on these uh last few podcast interviews well todd thank you again for your time um my goodness what a wealth of information and just have enjoyed sharing with you and i'm um, just getting to know you a little better and just kudos to you and the tremendous folks there at Rackspace for what you're doing, um, not only for customers, but also for the channel and um, just a, a, a tremendous amount of gratitude towards you and Rackspace for that. Well, thank you for, for having me on this morning, Sean. I, I greatly appreciate it. And like I said, we're here to help you in any way that we can with your business and, uh, or, you know, any of the partners out there. Right. Um, and so, again, it's been a pleasure, and I'm sorry for all the interruptions today, um, but I'm glad we got this done, and it worked, and, and I'm extremely appreciative. Thank you for your time. 
You're you're welcome. And so, Todd, just before we go, how can folks get in touch with you? What's the what's the best way to get a hold of Todd Catlett? Um, so easiest and fastest, uh, you know, probably obviously telephony. Um, 954-302-6800 is my office number, and that follows me everywhere. Um, and then also my email, Todd T O D D dot Catlett C A T L E T T E at rackspace.com. And, um, you know, again, here to help any and all partners. And um, if it's not in my region, I will align you with my teammates that are incredibly talented people as well. And we'll do all we can to, uh, to help facilitate, you know, uh, helping your customers. Well, great. Well, Todd, again, thank you so much for that. And we'll have your information in the show notes so that people can make sure that they get in touch with you. And Again, Todd, thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you again, folks, on Tech in Maine Presents. Yeah, well, thank you again, Sean, and, and everyone listen to Tech in Maine, and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Tech in Maine Presents. Be sure to check back regularly for the next episode, and tell your friends. Thank you.